Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, in 2015, Larissa Feeney established Ireland's first online accountancy practice. Since then, she has amassed over 2,000 clients from all over the country, and she plans to create 100 new jobs over the next four years. Larissa, before we discuss the business, provide us with an insight into your own career path. Sure. Okay. So I actually had a little bit of a squiggly line into accountancy. I did my degree in hotel and tourism management and um, got a first-class honours degree in that and then worked in hotels for a very short amount of time, actually, after I got my degree and decided that I wanted to look for a job that was nine to five Monday to Friday, any job whatsoever. And I found myself in an accountancy practice performing the role of director of first impressions, i.e. the receptionist at the front door. Um, I was there for a year whenever I asked, could I do my professional exams? And the partner, to his credit, said yes. And that's how I qualified. I stayed there and I qualified some three years later. And how did you identify a niche in the market to create a new business called Accountant Online back in 2015? Well, when I left my training practice, I worked for a little while in industry and I started to pick up some clients, um, when my, especially when my children were young. And I had built up a very small client base when I decided to set up a website, as you do. And um, I did a little bit of research in the market to see what was what other accountants were doing. And I found um, uh, there was a little bit of a trend in the UK towards online accounting. So I asked the company who was doing my website at, at the time to do a second website. So the traditional, very traditional Elfini & Co. website, and then to do a second website called Accountant Online. Um, and I did that. And the two websites went live on the same day. And I followed Accountant Online. It climbed steadily over... Um, over a number of weeks and months up through the Google pages. And actually, the first call I got, Carl, was from a business in Cork. And I, that was my eureka moment because I thought, here's me in Donegal and he was in Cork and all of the accountants between me, me and him and he chose me and he was happy to work online. And that was the first and the beginning of it. Now, of course, Larissa, at that particular time, the accountancy sector was still seen as a very traditional sector. So did the prospect of an online accountancy firm cause you any problems with acquiring clients in general? Yes, it probably did. At the time, it was very, very new. Um, it was really unheard of, actually. And I was greeted with scepticism by, I suppose, colleagues in the industry, by businesses. Um, and it took a little bit of time to convince them that the service could be as good, if not better, than a traditional accountancy practice. Um, and really, I did that by proving it. You know, it was the business grew in the early days by word of mouth. Um, and we were referred by from business to business. Um, but certainly it was ahead of the curve, still is in many ways. And pre-COVID, not everybody was ready to deal with an online accountant. So explain to me how the service works and how it's different from that of a traditional accountant. I suppose it's the way we do with Carl. So it's how we communicate with clients. We, we communicate online. We're very responsive. We pride ourselves on our, on our client service. We invest a lot in the software that we use, in our technology, um, and in our client service team. So talk to us about the technology that underpins the business at present. We have a wide range of technology, and we've invested hugely since 2015 in particular, in especially in um, our onboarding system and how we onboard clients. We have, as we are chartered accountants, we are governed by AML legislation, the anti-money laundering rules, which means we have to be very, very careful on the clients that we that we deal with, that everything is above board and, and we make sure that we tick all those regulatory boxes. 
So we've built a system to enable us to onboard clients as easily as, as we possibly can. Before we did that, it was a very manual-based system. We relied on individuals, for example, to get their passport verified in a police station um, or in a bank, and then they would have had to send a copy to us manually. Now that's all um, built into our onboarding system, so it's as seamless as, as it possibly can be for the client. Um, and also what we, what we also do is we use the, the most up-to-date technology in the operation side of the business which means that we're removing manual processes one by one so that we can automate as much as we possibly can. And have you taken the software that you're using off a shelf and customised it, or have you gone out there and developed new systems yourself? We've done a bit of both. There's a huge amount of software on the market for businesses, in terms, like for bookkeeping software, for example. And there's also a lot of great software on the market for like CRM systems for accountancy practices and similar businesses. So we've done that. We've taken them but we also have built some of our own processes internally to kind of link those together. And also the, the system that I mentioned already, our onboarding process, we built that ourselves um, because there was no comparable um, system on the market to allow us to do that. Now, Accountant Online has amassed over 2,000 clients at this stage, but what has been your approach to acquiring new clients? And indeed, what is their typical profile? Well, in the early days, we would have grown a lot by word of mouth. And then we decided to invest in digital marketing and invest in our content and how we were speaking to clients and making sure that we were answering businesses' questions, you know, especially around the area of um, starting your business and how to form a company. You know, should I trade through a company or should I trade trade through, through a sole trader? So we answered all those questions um, as best we can on the website. And then we do a lot of webinars. We do free webinars on a monthly basis that we hope answers and questions that would-be entrepreneurs would have. But essentially, Carl, what we've done is we've invested in our, in our SEO, which has allowed us to grow the website to now be the most visited accountancy website in Ireland today. In terms of the tradition or the profile of a, of a typical client for us, I suppose, we would deal a lot in small businesses. So... Um, our typical client would be somebody who's starting a business who could be or in the early stages of start of growing a business. So they would they could be very new to being an entrepreneur. They may be a little bit worried about what their obligations are, what the regulations are. Um, so they may need a little bit of help in guiding them through the different rules and, um, and the legislation that's out there. Um, and we do our very best to do that. We're also beginning to work with um, more traditional SME, SME businesses. Um, to help them to scale their business or to automate the processes um, to allow them, I suppose, to be more efficient. Of course, we saw in the budget last week that the EWSS, the Employment Wage Subsidy Scheme, has been extended until April. The Revenue Tax Warehousing Scheme is expiring in December of this year. How do your clients feel about that and have they any concern or trepidation about 2022? Yes, I mean, they do, and I certainly do as well, Carl. I think with the combination of what you've already said, the EWSS, the end of the tax warehousing scheme, and the increase in the VAT rate for those in the hospitality sector from the middle of next year, I think 2022 is um, is going to be a very difficult year for businesses that have been impacted by COVID. And they've already been through two incredibly difficult years, um, and there will be no support. I mean, after April, there will be no support at all for them. So I think there is a lot of worry out there, and I'm hearing that from our clients and indeed, whenever whenever I heard the budget last week, that's what I thought myself, you know, that really there's it, there has to be some support for those businesses that although they have, um, say, for example, those businesses that have that have warehouse some tax debt, 
there is now no no support there to allow them to or to help them to to repay that debt or indeed to give them some further time to even trade us you know through a successful year before they start to repay it so that is worrying yes do you see businesses turning to debt to be able to navigate their way through that next couple of years yeah absolutely i don't think that a lot of them will have any choice um, but to turn to debt, which to turn to debt, which is a concern, um, and I do hope the banks will be open to that. Certainly for viable businesses, um, or likewise, I mean, the other option, of course, is for revenue commissioners to to you know to work with businesses to allow them to repay that debt over a, or a reasonable period of time. And I do find that in most cases, Carl, revenue commissioners are reasonable to deal with, and businesses who are concerned should enter into communication with revenue as soon as possible um, to hopefully come to an agreement and repaying that money. I am hearing that the revenue will provide an ability for businesses to repay that debt at an interest rate of 3% over up to three years. But is there yeah. a longer term solution required? It depends on the business. And I do think the revenue would be open to looking at that on a, on a case-by-case basis. And you might find, for example, that businesses will enter into an agreement over a smaller period of time that may be extended over time. But yes, I think for most businesses, um, a longer term solution, perhaps up to five years, may be required, depending on how much they've been in- impacted by the pandemic. Now, you recently announced that Accountant Online is projecting a €10 million Euro turnover by 2026. What will fuel the growth over the next five years to achieve that? Well, what will fuel the growth is a combination of a couple of factors, actually. Um, we are forecasting a growth in our client numbers through either our, our own clients will naturally grow. Um, with us so that's fantastic and also we are entering into as I mentioned into the SME market so we do anticipate growth in that area that's an area that we haven't really dealt with before we generally focus on smaller business and then the economy itself is growing and there is more of a positive attitude towards online working or dealing with online services as a result of the pandemic Um, and and that has all stood in our favour. And in meeting this increased demand, the business will be creating over 100 jobs over the next four years. So what type of roles will be on offer and specifically, what characteristics will you be looking for in candidates? Jobs will be on offer right across the business. So right from um, client services, right through our technical team. Um, in In particular, we'll be looking for professional staff. So we'll be looking for trainees and skilled qualified individuals in all areas from company secretarial right through to accounts production and taxation services. We'll also be recruiting though um, graduates in um, technical qualifications to help us continue to develop our online offering and the software that we use and to automate those processes as we grow. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Larissa Feedy from Online Accountant. And we wish Larissa every continued success with growing her business. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.